You are listening to Perspectives, a podcast designed for you, the listener, God's people, and those wanting to know him more. I am your host, David Howard. Thank you for joining me. As I share God's word, my desire is always that each episode speaks to your heart while answering each and every one of your prayers in the most remarkable way. While attending a leadership course some 30-something years ago, one of the most feared blocks of instruction was land navigation. We would go through lengthy hours of study of maps and identifying terrain features and understanding the nuances of manually measuring distances based on the needs to traverse from one grid coordinate to another. As lengthy as the classroom block of instruction was, I do not believe that it fully prepared us for the real thing. I consider myself relatively knowledgeable as I spent time helping classmates plot four to five points on their maps before they entered into the woods and began their journey. However, I on the other hand took my time plotting my points to be careful that on that rainy day, the rain would not wash away my carefully detailed efforts. Voila, I was on my way and I had all my tracking aids in order. I was often, as they say, good to go, or in this abbreviated term, G to G. I leapt into the woods and opened my compass, but my heart immediately sunk. It was broken. No matter which direction I turned, north, south, east, or west, the compass remained stuck at the top of the glass. It was a three-hour exercise, and I spent the first hour screaming and yelling and running, tumbling down the hillside completely covered in wet leaves. You see, I had the equipment, the map to compass the destination, but I was still lost. Much like our lives in Christ, we can have everything and still find ourselves off course. For all intents and purposes, lost. Even in our effort to help others. Today's podcast is titled, Broken Compass. Luke chapter 19 verses 1 through 10 tell us, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among publicans, and he was rich. He sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was going to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, 
The half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for as much as he also is a son of Abraham. And verse 10 tells us this, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. Humanity has traversed the globe, migrating from one place to another for thousands of years. And while many were deemed a success, there were so many others that failed miserably. Differing from the use of modern technology, such as global positioning, the tools of choice have always been a map and a compass. Understanding how to use them in unison allows the traveler to safely reach their appointed destination. However, in the hands of a novice, for every mile traveled, if off even by just one degree, you are likely to miss your destination by hundreds, if not thousands of miles. I ask, is your compass broken? Our journey with Christ is the same, that amid the tumultuous storm, when the seas are tossed and our view is obscured, when we have become lost, our journey requires someone steady at the helm. That is Jesus. Someone that is familiar with us and where it is we are going. Without such, we would always arrive where we are not supposed to be. The darkest places where we are powerless to hear or see God, upon which our soul would surely be lost without any hope of redemption. Have you ever, like me on the navigation course or other instances in life, wound up where you are not supposed to? Not purposely or with, with ill intent, but nevertheless well beyond the urging of our conscience. Absent of the Holy Spirit, like a prisoner wanting to escape, but in so deep that we are unable to shake ourselves free. We have all been there for some more than once. Samson was appointed a judge as the angel of the Lord spoke to his mother these words. You will become pregnant and have a son whose head is never to be touched by a razor because the boy is to be a Nazarite, dedicated to God from the womb. He would take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. That's found in Judges chapter 13 and verse five. He found favor with God as his might and his strength was able to overcome the Philistine army. Conversely, like us in the absence of God, Samson eventually met his match, a woman from the Valley of Sorek named Delilah. Amazed by his exploit, she plotted with the Philistines to find the source of his strength. Samson deceived her several times, but on the fourth, as found in Judges chapter 16 and verse 15, he finally tired of her urging and revealed the source of his strength and later fell sound asleep in her lap. 
Suddenly awakened, he shook himself. But at that point, the glory of the Lord had departed. It is normal to be lost and thrown off course on occasion, as demonstrated by many of faith's heroes. But we cannot dwell in a place so long that the glory of the Lord leaves from us. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 31. As we navigate through life, we cannot use the tools of an apprentice, but those of a trained craftsman. The Bible is our map. It lays out word upon word, precept upon precept, every dotted I and every cross T, the direction we must travel, the pathway of righteousness. We, like so many, Noah and Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, and Moses, Joshua, David, Esther, Ruth, Deborah, Jeremiah and Daniel, Isaiah, Ezra, Nehemiah, Samuel, and Elijah, and so many others must walk the path that's appointed us. You see, the compass is the Holy Spirit. It continues to validate exactly where we are and whether we turn right or left or perhaps return to that which God has delivered us. It nudges us, it urges us, telling us with the greatest assurance that if you would but listen, if you will but soften your heart, it will lead and guide you in the way that you should go. It is not off by a degree or two as we estimate as an acceptable variance. No, the Holy Spirit, our compass, is 100% right all the time. And while the terrain changes, cities no longer where they once stood and new ones where they did not exist, the navigational constant remains the same, which is the North Star. And that is Jesus. No matter the vastness of the heavens, nor the constellations that fill the sky, the North Star always allows us to see rightly where it is that we are going. No matter how dark day, Jesus is a constant in our lives. Just like the star, it allows us to know our exact location. We can point to our fellowship with Jesus, knowing that through his suffering, by his example, his words, his touch, his loving kindness, grace and mercy, by looking towards him, if we only look up, our destination is clear. Regardless of our experiences, seasoned or not, for any number of reasons, we find ourselves in unfamiliar places, disconnected from those things that give us refuge. A strange land in which we do not belong, battling and wrestling the giants that seek to destroy us. A place God never intended for us to dwell. When we find ourselves there, we must not cease. We can ill afford to linger, but rather look once again at the map, which is the word, using the compass, which is the Holy Spirit, to lead us home to Jesus, him being the North Star. Those three used in unison allow us to stay the course, reaching our heavenly home. If we are the captain of our own ship, 
will most assuredly find destruction. But if God is at the helm, he alone is able to guarantee our passage. From the text of Matthew through John, Jesus dwelled among us with an explicit purpose, the redemption of humanity and the destination, the cross. He never waned. Our destiny as well is clear. No matter what may distract us, once we set sail, we need only to keep our eyes affixed on Jesus. Scripture reminds us that the race is neither to the swift or the strong, but to them that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11. When every single thing we have become dependent on fails, Jesus remains consistent and true, shining brightly in the darkness right where we saw him last, waiting for us to merely lift our eyes, setting our course for heaven's home. As we listen to the lyrics of a familiar song by Harris Johnson, titled, I've Decided to Make Jesus My Choice, he uses these words. Some folks would rather have houses and land. Some folks choose silver and gold. These things they treasure and forget about their souls. I have decided to make Jesus my choice. And then it goes on to say as the chorus sings along, the road is rough, the going is tough and the hills are hard to climb. I started out a long time ago. There is no doubt in my mind. I've decided to make Jesus my choice. Is your compass broken? Have you decided to follow Jesus? Thank you for listening. I truly treasure your feedback. If you like what you heard, please subscribe or leave a comment on the Anchor or Spotify platforms. Or you can send me an email at howarddc42 at yahoo.com. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be with you until we meet again.